started. That's okay. Yeah. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So tonight on the show, we have uh, Joe Slade with us. Uh, he's a local resident. Um, not too far away from here. So right. I'm going to kind of give you the floor a little bit, Joe, and let's just, uh, let's get in the garage and get down to the nitty gritty right. and, um, just, uh, kind of introduce yourself, man. Just tell me, you know, who you are, where you're from, that sort of thing. Um, I, I grew up here in Mississippi and, um, actually grew up in Greenville. Um, I moved to Jackson, uh, right after college and, uh, did some work. I'm, I'm in retail, so did some work with um, a company here in Jackson for about six months. Moved back to Greenville. Okay. Uh, moved back to Jackson. Um, and Ping then, ponging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so between Greenville and Jackson, um, most of my time with work has carried me between, between those two cities. And um, I've been in uh, back in the in the Jackson Metro res, uh, Reservoir area for now for. Um, a little over 20 years oh, back wow. now so this is absolutely home and would not uh, dare to consider moving back to the delta i hear you yeah. <laughs> i i actually interviewed for a job in uh rosedale so it's not too far from green i'm glad you didn't take it oh my gosh man when i tell you there's nothing there is nothing yeah. there uh we drove through and we went through um where is the the Fighting Okra, who are they? No, Delta, Delta I, went to, State. I, went, I actually went to Delta State. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so Cleveland is actually, a, um, Cleveland is still a pretty nice um, Delta town. Right. If there were, if I ever had to move back to the Delta, it would be Cleveland. Right. Or or I would move to Arkansas over to Lake Village. Um, I would consider that, but not not really anywhere else. Cleveland's actually, uh, you know, still operated well and... You know, and then I think that's just really because of the college being there. It's almost like a necessity. That's right. You know, that's for right. it to be so. Well, and they have to have a better economic structure because of the yeah. the college and stuff. Yeah. So I, I think there's you know uh, contributors and whatnot to help kind of keep you know keep all that stuff going and everything. So it's a nice little town. Okay. Yeah, we w- we went that way when we were going to Rosedale, and they had a Piggly Wiggly was the only thing in Rosedale. That's right. And uh, we actually, general. yeah, but we actually got food poisoning. We ate there at the little deli. I mean, it was sketchy. I'm telling you, man, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> it, uh, it is sketchy up there, and it's only gotten worse over the last 20 years of people moving away. Yeah. Just because of the lack of job opportunities, you know, so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the big things, man. You know, us having kids and stuff, we were just kind of looking at it. And that that's a huge word, you know, when you're when you're mid-30s, you know, opportunity. Yeah. Are there jobs? You know, is there a structure that will support me and a family? And, well, you would have spent, so uh, you would have spent probably with your children going to either daycare or private school, you would have spent, Twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a year. So whatever you wow. were, wherever you were offered to be making, you know, a good chunk of that would have been pushed to the private school system. So right, yeah, right. Well, we would have been spared from that because we homeschool. So gotcha. Yeah, that's well, that's actually really one been... of the reasons that we made a permanent move from Greenville because uh, we wanted Dalton, our son. He's uh, he's in college now, but uh, we actually wanted him to go to public school and live life like life is lived you right. know after school right. is done that's you right you know because you can't you know you can't grow up in a in a sheltered you know one-sided environment you know you got to be you know socialized to where knowledgeable that you know life how life works so. that's exactly right and we spend a ton of time with our kids you know we teach them they have a core curriculum through mm-hmm. Monarch. It's all online, and then we teach them actual life skills, finance, and you know all they that kind of stuff. That. I, don't exactly. th- I don't think they teach that exactly. in public schools anymore. Man, I mean, we sit with our kids sometimes and we talk about taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, look, if you make this amount of money, you know, they're gonna take yeah. this percentage and different things. It's important for kids. To Taught, know. I made my son fill out a job application when he was fifteen. Um, Check and went and got him a checking account, savings account. He still got it to this day. He's probably got more in his savings probably than I do. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's close, but he saves. Uh, so, 
Well, that's um, good. You got to. You got that's to. right, man. He's good too. I've never had any problems out of him. He's a, he's been it's pretty amazing uh, in comparison to the way I, I what I gave my mom. Right. He didn't give us anything like what I gave my mom and dad. So. Well, we've been fortunate too, man. Our kids give us a little bit of heck, but it's nothing like you know what we hear from some parents, right? Man. So we've been fortunate and blessed there. So I know you alluded to the fact that you work retail. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in. Uh, you know the the truck and car scene. We do a lot of side hustle stuff. You do anything on the side? <laughs> I do not do anything on the side. <laughs> I, I, I I scramble and and run as fast as I can to get the my 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 real job done. And um, it's a it's a full responsibility. I um, I'm responsible for 23 stores in uh, six states, five five states, wow. you know, five states. Well, that's yeah, crazy, man. That's yeah. a that's a pretty vast expanse yeah. of uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. So um, I mean, wow. something somewhere Texas. <laughs> oh, so, okay, yeah, t- East Texas. So nice. You ever mix work and pleasure? Get out to some truck shows and stuff while you're doing. Um, I've got friends everywhere, and so I do try to catch up with some of my friends from time to time. In fact. Um, I was I was in um, the Prattville, Opelika, Alabama area uh, this week, and I went and caught up with um, an old club member. We've known each other for I don't know now twenty five thirty years, Sean Burnley. Wow! And so yeah, we went at, we went and ate dinner Tuesday night, him and myself and his wife. So you know, I'll catch up with people you know that I know where they live and, right. uh, and go eat dinner mm-hmm. with them or such. But uh, this nice. I don't have to go eat, you know, but I like, I wanted to catch up with Sean and everything. So I actually had just seen him Saturday down at uh, Orange Beach Invasion and everything, but you can never get too much because there was a, <laughs> there was a span of time there where it was years that we had, had not seen each other. So, right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. man. so, I mean, other than the SEMA, mm-hmm. you know, build that everybody knows you and loves you for, man, um, what, what all do you drive? So tell us about this, and then I know you got other yeah. projects and stuff that you're working on. So let's spend a little time on that. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be interesting to unfold. Uh, um, <laughs> so this is a this so this is a family truck, and um, in fact, I've already titled this truck in my son Dalton's name. Um, this was his um, great grandfather's truck. Okay. Um, you know, so his grandfather drove this truck after um, his great grandfather passed away in '73 drove that truck from 73 to 89 and then um, I actually drove it for about three four five six months um, you know back in the early 90s when my truck broke down and actually I was the last person to drove that drove it and it broke down on me right outside of Indianola Mississippi and, oh man yeah and um, and so um, I was actually the last person who drove it and um, anyway so um, we knew that we knew that Dalton had scholarship money We'd already paid for um, impact co- college money. Um, I had been saving money uh, for her, you know, and so I knew he was secure and, and, and college was in the clear. Good to go. Dude, he was 17 years old. He got he signed that scholarship. I said, let's build this truck. Nice. <laughs> go, go, go before something changes. That's right, man. And, uh, While so, you got the egg, use it. That's right. So, um, so um, I help uh, judge at a big show here in the southeast and um, – and I ran into, I'd already heard and contacted Chris Stafford, Stafford's Garage. And um, and um, so we just kind of ping-ponged back and forth and we missed each other. And um, and I took it to someone who did absolutely zero. And um, oh, so I had wow. to go pull the project from that person because they did nothing. And um, But it was, that's everything works out for a reason, right? That's right. I really that's do believe right. that sometimes. And, uh, and so anyway, I, I, I judged a truck that, Chris Stafford brought through, um, they had already been to SEMA, uh, front cover of uh, Street Truck Magazine. Um, so I, not only was I judging it for the show, but I was judging it for myself. Right. And, um, to and so, see the quality of work and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and i um, super impressed. Um, I knew of other projects that uh, he had done that was on the road. And so um, I, I connected with him, called him up. We we um you know we talked about the budget. We talked about what I wanted. Talked about me wanting to drive the truck. I drive it everywhere. It's got ninety three hundred miles on it since SEMA. Wow. Uh, since we how finished. much of that was actually the drive there and back? Cause so the, so ninety three hundred miles. So rounding back back is about thirty five thirty six hundred miles. Wow. So thirty six hundred on that trip, and then the rest of it's been to Houston twice, 
um, Orange Beach twice. Went to show up in, um, um, I've been to Baton Rouge several times. Right. Went to show north of um, Birmingham. You went to uh, LST just a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been to LST twice. Right. In it, so um, Slidell, Bio Showdown. Um, you know, so anyway, it, it it goes, it goes, and and it's got ninety three hundred miles, and it put I put it this way, I put more miles on that truck last year than the expedition. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Than than the personal daily expedition. Right. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, especially yeah. having the responsibility with that you do with work and stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. It's a lot of miles. So. Um, so now I'm in the middle of um, a swapping a ramp truck. I, be, I wanted a ramp truck forever, right. long before Burley Woods or whatever. And so um, I finally found um, the right project. I really wanted something that was running driving, but I didn't, I didn't want something like super nice because I knew I wanted to LS swap it. Right. And so I just wanted it running driving so I could get it to where I wanted to get it to. Right. <laughs> rather than having to pay whatever two thousand dollars to have it uh yeah. all there courier Cur- yeah because it would take <laughs> something big it would have cost a lot of money to get get it there but uh uh so anyway i'm i'm swapping that now should be few done there with a few weeks um the name of that um is flatjack so we're gonna put burley woods on the back of flatjack and um to go to shows and not that i don't want to drive burley woods because once we get to where we're headed to then we'll probably pull burley woods or but i also have my original Mazda from nice. when I was 16. My mom and dad bought the truck for me when I was 16. I've got that back. It was gone for, it, I sold it to buy, put a down payment on the house when uh, we learned about our son coming. Um, it was gone for a little over 18 years. Um, I found it right up here in Madison County. Um, it had been here the whole time. And uh, it's a little rough. So um, uh, I'm going to do part of it. I've got a parts truck I'm going to break down right. and get the frame and such ready. And then and then uh, Stafford will be involved with part of it as well. So okay. it's going to be I'm going to do some, and then he's going he's going to commission out some of it himself too. And so nice. that's yeah that's why we're going to work that. And uh, so uh, uh, mechanically I'm good, uh, body work, paint. No, I'm not so good. I can't right. weld. You know so okay. you know <laughs> you know stuff like that. Uh, so we've got Burley Woods. We got Flatjack. We got um, Twice Bitten, which is the Mazda. Nice. Um, I've got a little '92 Honda Civic. It's like the one I had we had back in college. Um, it's running, driving, air conditioning, everything. Super nice. It's yeah. all stock, but um, it's a fun little car. And then um, I've got my uncle bought a. Um, he's got a '67 Camaro. Uh, he he bought brand new. He passed away um, back in the early um, late. I'm sorry, late to late '99s. Now I believe it was someone dad passed away in '97, so '98. And so the car sat with my aunt until 2005. And then, um, and so then I called her, you know, I, I would call and check on her about, you know, two or three, four times a year. And like when I went to Greenville, we used to put on, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but right. I was there and, and I just called to check on her. And she said, she said, you still want this old Camaro? And I said, I'll be right there. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, we, we did our thing with that and, um, it run, it's a running driving uh, 67 Camaro convertible so I'm the second owner of that when I got it it had 28,000 miles and, um, and now it's got 38,000 miles all original I'm going to keep it that away um, so just a fun car to go so anyway Flatjack is going to either haul Burley Woods and then a, and then my Mazda on a trailer behind it or Burley Woods and the Camaro on a trailer behind it nice. or Burley Woods and you know the Honda behind it. It's gonna have something, but it's gonna yeah. have, it's gonna have two, it's gonna be I'm gonna have the capacity to haul two. Something in the entourage. Yeah, you know, man, that's that's awesome. Like yeah. that's just crazy, man. Yeah. So, so how long you know how long have you been in the scene? Uh, I started. Well, I got my truck when I was 16, and I started. Um, it had no air condition, uh, steel wheels. Um, it didn't have good carpet. It had that flat carpet, no air conditioning, no radio, no bumpers, no anything. And, um, and so I, that's what my mom and dad bought me, right. you know, it was like, and I just started, I just started there. So I guess that's when you could say that's when I was in the scene. So what that would have been, um, 87, 88. Wow. And so you want to know something? Jim? Yeah. It was 87. I was three years old. I know. Right. <laughs> and I was already, I was already doing it, man. 
Dude, so when we say OG, man, you are the guys that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to us. Yeah, to, yeah. To, to me. Yeah. You know, you, you are the OG. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, in the in the most respectful way no, possible. I, no, it, so. I take it as respectful. And, um, and the thing about it is there's a lot of us that are still doing it and everything. And, you know, I can expand upon that just a little bit. But, um, you know, it's, um, I don't know, it's been fun. But, you know... There's not a time in my life that I can't remember not liking vehicles. Right. I mean, I can't ever. I mean, I mean, I can remember being three, four, five years old and playing with cars in the dirt. And, right. And right. St- and stealing the paint can out of the cabinet and painting them, and you know, and tearing them up and taking right. them apart, to, trying to put another body on. I would like the wheels off of one, so I'd so I'd break the rivets and try to put my body on the other one because I like right. the wheels better and. You know, man, I had, I used to go all the time. We would go to like K and B dude. Now that mm-hmm. was a long time mm-hmm. ago and they had a model, you know, a model section. Oh, absolutely. The, the plastic yeah, yeah. models, man. And I would do much the same thing. I would, I would take the wheels off of one and put them with another or take, you know, yeah. the decals or whatever. Cause I was really little back then, you know, I had just sticker ones Yeah, and uh, they didn't really come out with the snap ones like Nate has right. till way after I was even a kid. Yeah. You, you had know? to glue all that stuff. That's right, man. You had the little hey, cement yeah, I mean, and epoxy yeah, and, and you'd, be chewing, you'd be chewing epoxy off your it'd fingers. Be all over yeah, us, yeah. man. And we would just be loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Did that. Um, so I can't remember a time where I didn't have some. I mean, I've always just loved vehicles, and right. I keep up with new stuff that comes out. I, I know I can spot stuff down the road, even at night behind me. I'm like, I know what that is by the headlights. By the headlights, right? You know, it's like, you know, people are like, oh, how do you know that? It's like I just keep up with it, you know, right? And um, just always have, and I don't know, just love it. So, and um, that's just that's just the way I am. Right, it's built in my DNA. That's awesome, man. Oh, I got a, I got a, um, I call it my Walmart truck. So it's, it, it cranks. It's a 77 square body, long wheelbase. It's a one owner. Okay. And, um, and so the transmission's out. So I'm going to lower it. That's, that's, I'm going to get flat jack going, but I'm going to, I'm going to call it my Walmart truck. Okay. That's going to be my Walmart truck. So it runs, it's going to run. So I'm Grocery gonna, getter. Yeah. So I'm get the, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to put wheels and lower it and it's, Every, all the other imperfections are just going to stay right where they are. It's got an old man camper top on it. So you want to you want to put a gentleman's bet that that isn't all that happens to it? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody wants to buy it, they can buy it before I mess with it. It's a '77 long wheelbase one owner, and um, the motor runs great, 350. Uh, anyway, so now nah, I'm just going to mess with them. And call it my Walmart truck. So. Yeah, man, that's cool. See. I have some plans for things down the road, you yeah. know, some things that uh, that I want to do even to the motivator and then, you know, maybe uh, plans for a, for a mini, you know. Uh, yeah. I've reached out to a couple of guys, man, that were really influential to me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an old, old truck club, and I'm not going to tell anybody who it was, but they're not around anymore. So I asked if I could use the logo just to put on the truck to make it era, you know, oh, correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got so, it. So, yeah, and man, I, I got the go-ahead, so I'm kind of excited. You know what I mean? So yeah. that'll be that'll be coming down the pipeline. Oh, that'll be know, fun. Yeah, pretty soon. That'll, so. that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. So you alluded to it earlier. Uh, one of the questions is what was your first custom vehicle? So that was the Mazda? Yeah, yeah, that was the Mazda. And okay. uh, it was featured in 94 uh, Mini Trucking Magazine. So Nice. Yeah, featured in 94 Mini Trucking um, we were at a, so my club maybe getting ahead of you a little bit, but anyway, my club, we, we were, we were, man, we were, we went to shows. We yeah. went to shows all over the Southeast. We, we went to shows. And so we supported shows, went to shows. There'd be, you know, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of us in line on the interstate. And we, I mean, we would tighten up our bumpers about, you know, a foot yeah. off, nobody could get between us, and we would kick it, man. It was so much fun until Robert Beard would like start uh, falling asleep at the wheel and <laughs> and and start like slowing way down, and then by we'd have to beep at him and tell him to get back and you know get back going again. You know, put but, him at the front. <laughs> that was the problem. We oh. did. <laughs> it was like, man, we were going forty down the interstate. We we're going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> at and night I, in the fog, you know. Yeah, I hear you, man. I was uh I like I said earlier I I grew up on the coast mm-hmm. and uh I went to Diaberville High School grew up in Biloxi 
Uh, those are my stomping grounds everywhere, pretty much from Pascagoula, Mobile, all the way over to Bay St. Louis, New Orleans, you know, anywhere on the Gulf Coast. My mom right. would call, and the first thing she'd say is, are you in Mississippi? <laughs> I mean, because we would be everywhere, man. We used to go down to Spring Fling, yeah. you know, when that was going on in yeah. Panama City. We'd yeah. go to shows in Texas, you know. Um, and we went to Greenville quite a few times, Yeah, you know, and, uh, you said Lake Village earlier, we stayed in Lake Village at, um, there's a little set of apartments yeah. right outside, I mean, right on, on the right the hand river. side. That's yeah. right, man. Yeah. And we would stay there. We would rent yeah. the little cottages. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, we used to eat at the big steakhouse right there. Uh, I think it's gone now, if I'm not mistaken. I have to go through there. That was, um... Oh my God! It had been there forever. I can't. I can't believe I can't. Cow, Cowboys. Cowpen. Yeah, the cowpen. Cow cow that's right. Yeah, that exactly that was right. the place to be able to go when I was younger, and it just, you know, like it all in the Delta just kind of went downhill. So, yeah. 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 So, uh, one of my favorite questions to ask everybody, man, is, um, what's your favorite part of what we do? Um, it's absolutely the people. Um, and the friends and uh, being associated with other people that are like-minded with that and um, and everything. So people, the people part of it. And right. I, I mean, I've got friends that um, lifelong, like friends that I know for a fact that if I need them, that I know for a fact. And I met them through trucks. Right. I met them through through trucks. And, and, and they can depend on me too. Right. <clears throat> they can depend on me too. And, um, and so it's the people. And I've got lifelong friends that um, some of my best friends are met through trucks. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I think the the best word to sum it up is respect and loyalty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, when they say those two words, they're like, well, a lot of people don't understand what it is anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's one of the things when you find somebody that's, I'm not talking about a fly-by-night or a hit-and-miss person. I mean, yeah. the the real people who do this for the passion of it and that sort of thing. Man, I've seen people grab parts, throw them in a truck, and drive three or four hours oh, just to help somebody who was they stranded. They had to do that for Burley Woods yeah. to go to SEMA. Because yeah. the motor spun bearings before, uh, three, two days before we were supposed to leave. Right. Yeah, we, and, um, and so those guys who did that, you know, I didn't know them before, but I know them now, and, and they're good friends. I mean, I, I consider them a good friend, not because they did that, because they're just good people. Right. You know, and, and um, I, was, I saw them at LST and hung out with them for a little while. And, and um, you know, and so, yeah, there's some, some really good people out there. That's right, man. And that's one of my favorite parts as well. I always say, you know, when I go anywhere, I mm-hmm. see people like, you know, social media is a big deal now. Yeah. And, you know, it has been for quite a number of years. Yeah. And you, you start talking to somebody in a chat group or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you join one of these groups like the bag board or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you end up, you see these people in Eventually, real life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're like, hey, I know you. And then you're like, don't you drive that black bag, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, you know. And then yeah. you just, you strike it up. And it's it literally is like you've known people your entire life. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, like, people don't get that kind of camaraderie and stuff, even from things like the Boy Scouts. And no offense to them, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a time in your life, you know, because eventually you're not a boy anymore. You, <laughs> yeah. you become a man and you move on, you do right. other things. But, right. you know, vehicles are timeless. And mm-hmm. I've said that probably on every show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go back to horse and buggy and then, you know, you move on Model A's and different things and then they get bigger and faster and more technologically advanced. Yeah. But it's still one of those things we want to push the limits. We want to say, I'm going to buy one of these and I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even even people who disagree, it's still, you know, that's a badass truck. <laughs> and and we can agree on that. Everybody can, you yeah. know what I mean? And then, so that gives us an even kilter and a, a, an even playing field when it comes to that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's awesome. Um, I mean, even people that aren't, quote, into it, they, they still, I mean, when a, when they see a finished vehicle. That's right. They still, they still recognize the cool factor regardless. That's right. You know, regardless if they would own it or drive it or, or whatever, right. or whatever else, they, they still recognize I mean, I mean, just driving it over here to your place tonight. I mean, I was leaving my neighborhood, and some people were, you know, cutting the yard and whatever. And there was, 
you know, yard teams or crews, you know, paid yard right. crews or whatever. And, and they, they would like stop right. what they, they were, they stopped their work for a few minutes, you know, and, That's uh, right. you know, and, um, and then, and then I was, you know, you know, driving, driving down the road and down there, call somebody to have a wreck. I thought they were going to run over somebody because yeah. they were looking backwards and I know, and, man, you know, so I, I, I texted you and told you to turn around. I don't know if you noticed it, but the people pulled past you in the road and stopped yeah. and looked Hey man, you know because yeah. it, it's like it's just cool. It just it is, and it yeah. it doesn't matter what your what your level of cool is. And you say, oh man, if it's red, it's cool, or if it's this color, it's cool. Man, your truck is just cool. Well, I mean, it, you know it is, and people yeah. know that. And so it's I not agree the, it's not you. the best truck out there. But when I when I went to Chris to build the truck, yeah, I specifically told him I'm not looking to build the best truck. I'm looking to build a cool truck that I can have fun with, that I can drive to shows. That that if it wins an award, cool. If it doesn't, cool. I just want to go have fun with my friends with my. That's truck. right. So <laughs> so let let's build that's what on I told that. him. Let's build on that just a second, man. Yeah. Because nowadays, and I'm not trying to start a war with anybody out there, but you have all these built, not bought. You have all these different things, you know. So when I look at it and I say, we have, we we're going in a certain direction and stuff. I don't go to shows to win awards. Yeah. I, I don't. And right. and I think I see a lot of people out there who get angry. They're like, you know, I drove my truck and I did all this stuff, man, and I, I spent two days in the blistering sun and I didn't get an award. I, I wasn't recognized. And I'm like, I this is my personal opinion. Yeah. You can tell me how you feel. If that's why you go, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Um, I just – that's my personal opinion. So – I guess if if you think about it or or dissect it a little bit, you got three different um, three different deals here, right? Uh, or if you think about it this way, and I'll try to unfold it real fast, is that there are some really high level vehicles that if I owned one of those high level like high level vehicles, I would be going for the award, and I would right. make no bones about it. I would be competitive. Okay, and so because when you build a super high-end vehicle, then you're going to compete against, and you want to be a grade eight, you know, or you want to right. go and you you want to be the Riddler, or you want. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. You're, I get but you. you're talking, you're talking five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred million dollar cars. Right. Okay. So uh, those guys being competitive and being nitpicky about the judging, I understand. Right. I get it. Right. And I respect that. Um, and I can respect that. Does it make sense? It makes perfect Okay, so sense. there are situations where they're high in, you're high in vehicles. Um, they do need to get what they deserve in with those efforts. And then, and then you've got, um, you know, you've got the, the, the generic car scene, which is what we probably live in. And right. we live in the generic car scene. And um and so when you live in that generic car scene, you've got um, you know you've got vehicles and and um that are done well, like you got well and like really well, and so those those people kind of live together. Right. And then you got people that, whether knowledgeable about their vehicle or unknowledgeable about their vehicle, they just think that going and buying parts like they 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 they're part replacers. Right. They, they, you, the part replacers, you know, and, and again, I love new vehicles, don't get me wrong, but, you know, you go buy a new vehicle and, and you, you start replacing parts, it's not the same. Right. As a custom or resto or modified or whatever. But then you can have a, again, you know, different people have different budgets and everything, and I love them all. And, um, you know, I would never talk speak poorly to anybody, but you got some people that, their budgets are low, but then they expect to win against, you know. I know where you're going. <laughs> they expect to win against. They expect right. to. They expect to win against. Uh, no compromise. Right. <laughs> you know, Mike Barsha's truck. Right. Well, Mike, you're not going to beat Mike Barsha's truck. Well, and I think I think to a certain extent we have to be honest with us. We have to be honest with ourselves, and you yeah. go to a show and say. I'm really proud of my truck. Absolutely. But it's not that. Right. Or I'm really proud of my truck, but it's not that. And the thing about it is my Barsh is my friend. Um, you know, I've got, um, you know, a lot of friends that's got high-end builds. And, um, like, 
super high end, and I'm proud of them when they win those top awards, and Absolutely. and I celebrate with them, and um, you know, got Chris, you know, from down in Texas, and um, he owns MTI, and um, you know, they were he was just down at OBI and um, hung out with him for a little while, and you know, and you know, he's got a super nice truck, and right. everything. I don't expect to ever have. I don't have any inclinations that I'm going to be Lucy. <laughs> You know, right. Lucy's the name of his truck. Right. And uh, I don't have any inclinations that I'm ever going to beat Lucy. I don't have a desire to beat Lucy. I love Lucy. I think Lucy's a beautiful truck. I love right. Chris. It's like, I know where my place is. And see, I, I'm the same way, man. And, you know, uh, uh, I love my truck, dude. I drive yeah. my truck all the time. I take my truck to shows. Mm-hmm. And if I get a top award, awesome. If I don't get anything, I was there to hang out and have a good time. Right. You know, but I know that about me. My truck is not perfect. Right. I have dents and dings and mm-hmm. things that are wrong. That's with reason it. it's going so, to. That's <laughs> reason it's going. That's reason it's leaving tomorrow to go to Stafford's Garage for a month. Right. We got we got a few little paint corrections we're going to do to it and. Um, some other little, you know, loose end things that we want to, you know, revisit and whatnot. And, and um, you know, I drive the heck out of it. I, mean, right. I, know, I knew I was going to do that. Right. I, knew, I knew I was going to need, you know, updates um, right. along the way to keep it up. That's exactly right, man. <laughs> so, uh, moving along just a tad, though, um, I don't want you to get in any trouble, but uh, what's your favorite show and uh, what's the reasoning behind that? So my favorite show actually does not exist anymore. I figured uh, that was coming. Yeah, it actually does not exist anymore. Uh, my favorite show was, it's actually where my Mazda was featured. It was called Cage of Mini Nationals. Okay. It was put on by um, Bubba and Rochelle Jones. Uh, again, lifelong friends from Louisiana. Right. And um, that it, was, it was held down in Jennings, Louisiana. And um, by far, we actually modeled, a lot of people, some people know this, some people don't. We loved their show so much that we took the stuff that we like super loved and we modeled Showfest after that one. Oh, nice. nice. Bubba, Bubba and Rochelle know that. Right. Yeah, we modeled Showfest after Cajun Mini Nats. Nice. See, that was, I believe that was a little before my time, like my yeah. era of getting in. Mm-hmm. I really got into the truck scene and doing that kind of stuff and building mm-hmm. in 97, 98. Mm-hmm. So. You know, yeah. man, what a fun time! Oh yeah, man, what a fun time! And and we we you know of course we had to come down fifty five and and then you know over through Baton Rouge and all that man. Right, it felt like it took forever, man, because we were oh, static yeah. drop. By the time we got there, man, we were just worn, slapped out. You know, yeah. oh yeah, I know, man. I, my first truck was yeah. an '87 Blazer, and yeah. man, I cut the springs and <laughs> put blocks in it. And yeah. I mean, I used to drag everywhere, not on purpose. I yeah. was like, I didn't have a choice, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know I'm right there with you. Anywhere yeah. we go, especially in Mississippi, I mean, look yeah. at our transportation routes. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're horrible. Cajun Mini Nats, <laughs> man. If I could rewind life, that would be that would be a place I'd like to go back to. Cajun yeah. Mini Nats. Met a lot of. Lot, met a lot of friends there. Um, met a lot of friends there. Yeah, that's awesome. At that man. show, yeah. So how how did the how did the show fest thing come about a hundred percent? And yeah. you know, um, I know that it kind of went to its demise around oh six oh five somewhere around in there. Uh, with the Greenville portion of it, yeah. It? And yeah. then it went to Tunica. Yeah, and then we yeah. went to Tunica in the early two thousands. Right. Yeah, so. Because uh, we, I think we paused. I can't remember. Did we pause a year or two years? I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we paused for a couple of years, and then we went to Tunica and ran Tunica, you know, through Samstown for a number of years, and then the very last one was at um, Snowden Grove in um, um, Olive, Olive Ranch. Yeah, Snowden Grove. In just Olive. a little bit south of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, so we used to travel shows all the time, all the time, and and we, you know, as a, you know, clubs would be putting on shows. So we thought, you know, if we want to be a good club, we need to put on a show, you know. Nice. And uh, you know, so it's like, well, all these other clubs are putting on their show, you know. It's like right. we need to put on our show. Right. And so we never caused any ruckus anywhere we went. We had club rules, like even if you disagreed with winning or not winning or whatever, you kept your mouth shut. Right. We never caused any rush. Don't show your butt. Nope. 
That's you right. got you would get kicked out. Respect. It goes back to that. Yeah, well, yeah, you would get kicked out. And so we went to shows all over the Southwest, Texas, Louisiana, um, here in Mississippi a lot. Um, I went I went to shows in Alabama. Went up to tennis, the uh, you know to the Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Right. Uh, that was the big big one up there. Oh yeah, you know, man. Back in the day, and um, you, wherever we went, you, you you know whatever you got, that was it done. Live with it. Let's move on. Let's have fun. Yeah. And um, that's where we lived. But anyway, so. Um, you get what you get, and you yeah. don't throw well, people, a fit. That's well, people, yeah, yeah. We, people liked us. Right. I mean, and we would go talk to them, and we'd spend hours just talking to them. Right. And, and everything, and people liked us. And, I mean, Bubba and Rochelle, when we first went down there, they didn't know us from Adam. And and, um, and and we just, like, we clicked, and we hit it off and everything. And, and, um, and, um, and we were like, um, Rob, where's our hotel? And he goes, what do you mean? And uh, I go, you were supposed to book the hotel this time. He goes, I thought you were booking the hotel. And I'm like, you didn't freaking book the hotel? And and we started calling hotels. They were booked. We we stayed with Bubba and Rochelle. Oh, wow. <laughs> no crap. Wow. No crap. How many, how many deep were y'all? Huh? How many deep were y'all? On that particular occasion, I think there was only... It was being, uh, so there would have been about six people. Okay. And so we made pallets on the floor and everything. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But just nice. like, yeah, y'all come on. And then when Rob was out there cleaning and messing with his truck or whatever. He always had some catastrophe happening. <laughs> you know? And um and, and he was out there and, and all of a sudden we just saw this orange glow and his and he just set his damn engine on fire. And, oh and, my and goodness. so we were out there getting he's gonna burn the guy's house down to let us stay <laughs> with us in the, under the carport. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, we're like, what? some people are just accident prone, man. <laughs> they just uh, are, you know. You always have the. Oh my guys. god! So just stuff like that, man. You'll just remember the rest of your life, you know. Right. And uh, so anyway, Showfest was a um, the first year because people liked us. Um, Bubba and Rochelle, um, we got their mailing list. Mailing list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stamp. <laughs> yeah. Stamp. <laughs> Licking the back. Yeah. Sticking it. Yeah. Fold it. The whole stuff. nine. Yeah, yes, the mailing list. And so we sent out the mailing list, and, you know, there was no social media. And um, you phone called people. Right. <laughs> you call, you picked up the phone, called people you knew. You already you had their phone number, right? Right. You know, so you had the phone number. And, um, and it was probably in a pad. It yeah. wasn't saved yeah. in your in your contact list. Well, yeah, you had to put it down. You had to write it down somewhere <laughs> because you called them from home. Right. Yeah, you had to call On them. a landline. Yeah, you had to call them from home and like, hey, man, this is... Joe from Greenville and assorted, you got to, yeah, you know, it was yeah. like, it was like, yeah, we, you called each other. That's you, right. You called each other. That's right. And uh, so when you were at shows, if you wanted to get back in contact with those peeps, you better call, you better write the phone number down. Heck yeah, <laughs> man. Back of business cards or yeah. another piece of mail that you had laying on the yeah. desk. And uh, so anyway, I remember those. And uh, so our first show was um, like out of the gate was, um, Close to 400 vehicles. Wow. First show out of the gate. That's crazy, man. Yeah, we were blown up. And we, we we did everything. We sold the food. We made the food. We did the tickets. We took the money at the gate. Wow. You know, for the spectators. We were worn out. Oh, yeah. Ju- sure. We were the judging. <laughs> we were everything. Wow. And there was only nine of us. Nine total. <laughs> we did everything. Wow. That's crazy. It is like crazy. I know I know how hard it is to put on a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I we mean, did everything. Yeah, that's nuts. And so we were like, "Oh, we got to recalibrate that one a little bit," and start asking for help and whatnot. And then, um, and and so we, we we had dinner like on Friday night. We had a parade. Um, the, they love the parade. The mayor shut the whole downtown down right. and let us do the parade and right. all the way back out onto Highway eighty two. And and then and then we got to the point where. You know, people were doing the uh, the hotel was lined up in Greenville. All the hotels were on Highway 82, and so then we went to the mayor and asked, you know, you know, would it be cool if the, if, if he would let us get away with, you know, uh, dragging, dragging and scraping. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, that's fine. And he said, well, show me what you're talking about. You know, we can't be tearing up the roads. And I and he's like, and so he went over there and looked at it. And he goes, yeah, that's fine. He said, well, right. I'll, I'll talk to the police chief. You know, I'll talk to him. That ain't going. That ain't hurt. Wasn't it a Kmart? There was a Kmart on. Oh, there was a Kmart track. there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because that's where we used to meet up yeah, yeah. when we went. We would oh, yeah. meet up in that in that yeah. parking lot. Yeah. So um, isn't that where the main stage was for a, for a? It was a couple of years right. Oh, we didn't there. have a main stage on. No, I mean on like the, they had the, like a. It was a 
uh, 18-wheeler trailer, and they had, like, some speakers and stuff set up there. We didn't. That was a that was somebody. That was just somebody. We don't know well, who that man, was. I, we we used to park right there and watch everybody go up. <laughs> that and down. wasn't us. That was probably that was probably Bill Carton, Carlton or somebody <laughs> from Extensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Man, it so, was it was huge. Um, it was it was just a party. So Extensive used to come over all the time with Bill, um, Richard Rollins, and them. Gas Monkey used to come to our show all the time. Right. Um, the, there's, there was another uh, group that came out of. I mean, we had people that came from all over the nation. There was actually coverage, like magazine coverage. There was they started in California and came all the way across and picked up people all the way across and they magazine cover photoed it. And um, and wow. that, that was a feature in within itself was the the um the road to Greenfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that, man. Yeah, that was, that, a mag- was- that was part of the magazine coverage. We we dominated the magazine coverage, right. dominated it. And so then, you know, that grew and that grew, and then we paid for um, uh, Mike Shardis to come, and we, um, you know, and, and, and then, of course, you know, we had um, um, Tito, and we had, right. you know, yeah, all those guys, you know. It, you know, some of them are not with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Tito especially. yeah. yeah. And big shout out. Yeah, and so I mean, but they were great, and so we, you know, we, we got them, we got them there, and so we had magazine covers from the very first show right. because we we met Mike again back to relationships. Right, we met Mike in Jennings, Louisiana, at Cajun Mini Nationals. That's where our trucks got featured. And, right, and then you know we liked how we liked Mike, and Mike liked us, and and um, Mike's still a friend, you know, to this day. Yeah, you know? all these years later, well, that's awesome. Mike Shardis. You know, yeah. uh, Steve. You know all the big guys that they used to be the editors and producers of mini right. trucking and trucking and street trucks and you know all of. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. So you 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 have more of a legacy. When I look at things like that, man, it's more of a legacy yeah. with you, man. And that's see to me that's that's awesome because. There's a quote that says, even a brick wants to be something, you know, and I, yeah. I look at that and that's what yeah. I like. I want to build things and I want to make yeah. the scene just yeah. amazing, yeah. you know, because we, we all have to be honest with ourselves, man. For a long time, it fell off. I mean, you know, it did. It was, it was, it kind of, yeah, yeah there, there was, a, there was probably a little dip in there. Um, when the mini truck scene started coming, coming to, uh, it plateaued, peaked or whatever, and then it started coming down and. And whatnot, and you know, so yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, it did. Where do you, where do you think that. where do you think we are back on the build side coming up? You, we're not quite there yet. Honestly, man, I think we're getting um, I think we're getting youth back into it again. Um, you know, and you know, yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be good. Um, you know, and but you got us old guys who have a little money now. <laughs> you know, and then so you know we got the old guys, and then and then you got you know, and um, I don't know. There's some there's some young guys out there too that are killing the scene too. Oh, I know, but, man. Um, not to be arrogant or anything, but Greenville and I mean Greenville set the stage for more than just a show, though. Greenville set the stage for um, that's where that's where it became known to debut your truck, right. That's where Greenville was the, the the Greenville was the show to debut your truck if you wanted it featured. Nice. If you wanted your truck featured, you debuted it at Showfest. Right. Because that's where all the media coverage was gonna be. Right. Because eventually there was media coverage that started showing up that we didn't solicit. Yeah. 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 They had to come to get <laughs> to get get their stuff. That's right. You know, that's or right. else they wouldn't be left behind. Yeah. Show fast. Well, they knew everybody else was going to be there. That's right. So, you know, that's the, that is, that's yeah. the OBIs, the so, scrapings. Um, the, and so, you, you know, know, like Bill, it's extensive. I mean, he's built his own empire, and which is cool. and got his own show now. And Richard Rollins, same thing and everything. But um, they came to shows like show fest. They went to other big shows too. They went to Heat Wave. They went to... You know, then we cra- scraping the coast. You know, went scraping the coast, and right. you know, so they went to other big shows. But Showfest is where, you know, that was the big one, and so they showcased their new fabrication stuff. That right. They they brought their they brought vehicles of their own that they had made those fabrication changes to. Right. And um and that's where they then 
you know, started being able to build frames. So I feel like I'm a part of their success, you know. And that's uh, great, man. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, because that's where they had to stomp to get where they are today. That's right. And, um, you know, same thing like Richard Rollins and some of the other ones and everything. But uh, it, it was fun, and it, it still is. It still is. Right. And, um, you know, I, I don't like drama. Um, you know, I try to, you know, steer away from all that as much as I can. And, and um, you know, I try to, you know, I'm more of a peacemaker when it comes to stuff and everything. So I know. Yeah, so I don't, I don't mess with it. It's like I don't mess with it, don't talk about it, don't, you know. There's people that don't like others in the scene, and that's fine. You know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever's in between them on that, is, you know, that's between them and everything. And um, I don't let, I don't let anybody or anything persuade me on, you know, where I go or who I go with or right. whatnot. So, yeah, I'm I'm extremely impartial. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I try not to show favoritism or anything. Mm-hmm. The way Heather and I do things is, if we have it in our budget to go to a show and it falls when we're able to go, we go. Mm-hmm. If it falls to where it's not in our budget or it, you know, mm-hmm. we have something else going on that weekend, we just can't make it. I mean, mm-hmm. and and people have to understand that, dude. Well, y'all got I mean, small kids, so that's that, that's happen. right. That's right. Especially when you're taking them to like. T-ball games or baseball games or soccer fields or, yeah, or you know, whatever Or else. anything, or, you know, yeah. but, you know, birthday parties. Yeah. And, I yeah. mean, everything. Yeah. It, it's just life, man. It's mm-hmm. what happens while mm-hmm. we're busy making plans. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We live in the dash. Mm-hmm. You have two You have two dates on your, on your headstone. It's your birthday and the day that you're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's what happens in between that that matters. Mm-hmm. So that's where I live my life, man. That's where I am. Yeah, and sometimes you can take the kids to the shows, and, and sometimes the party's back here at the house. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, we, just like you, I mean, we're here. My kids are inside. You know, Heather's inside making supper, and, yeah. you know, we're out here talking truck stuff and everything. <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying is it can happen anywhere. You can make time for it, you know, yeah. and that's that's one of the joys and the beauties of this is this is yeah. what it's about. That's you know, when I started this show, man, you know, I had talked to you about it a, a bunch of times, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I bounced some ideas and stuff off off of you, and I want this to be the real, you know, where, where we talk about the real, and we, you know, we talk about all the things, and it matters what you do for a living and where you grew up and all that kind of stuff, because that's influential. It oh, influences yeah. you and your taste and what you like and everything oh, else. I mean, you know, if... And, and let's be honest, if you grew up in Southern California, you might like the the lowriders with the flashy paint and the crazy hydraulics and, <laughs> you know, the dancing beds and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, a, a C10 is more of a Southern thing and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's where we're from. But then you go to a show and what does the show do? You have people from this place and people from this place and people from that era and people mm-hmm. from this time. Yeah. And they're all together in one spot. And that's you get right. to learn. You get to see all of these different things. Yeah. And that's one of the things that spawned and precursored me doing in the garage was my love for cars. And, you know, I love people in general. Right. And, you know, I just... I want to do this, and I want to have people on the show who have battled things, man, and who came up from nothing, and who yeah. built themselves oh, I, in their cars. Yeah, and, you yeah know what we, I, mean? I did. I came up from nothing, and I had to, like, my mom did not help me build that truck. That is right. for sure. <laughs> That's uh, right, man. Yeah. It's like, you know. My, my original truck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then and then um, I was out of it for a while, you know, like sold my truck, you know, to buy a house and, you know, get the kid, you know, going along. And, right. It, it, I'm not going to tell you I was happy about it, but right. it had it, I did what I had to do. <laughs> well, things take precedence. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like I, I, I told Heather when we bought the blue truck, I told her there will never come a time where you have to guess what is more important. If one of my kids was sick and we had to sell that truck, I wouldn't even think about it. It'd be gone. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Be, because my wife and my kids are my life, man. Tr- trucks and that kind of stuff. Oh, are you a, can always buy the truck. But yeah. they're a part of it. They yeah. are not. They are a thing. They are not the thing. That's right. You know, my wife and kids are the thing. Yeah. It sucked being out of it. I'm not going to lie about that. But um, never think for a second um, that I wasn't always looking in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you I mean, know? priorities. You know, yeah. it's life. It, it yeah. happens. I kept up. I kept... I kept, you know, getting magazines. I kept wishing and dreaming, and right, you know, and and um, you know, the dreams never never ended, you know, and so, 
um, you see a cool vehicle down going down the road, or you run across a, you know, I would be out traveling. We'd run across a car show. I'm like, oh, we're going in there. Yeah, <laughs> you just whip in. Yeah, we did. And you get a you get a spectator band. Sw- you hang out for a couple hours, and then I swear to goodness, roll we were out. rolling through Alabama. Um, we weren't we were not going to a show. We were just in, in a personal vehicle. I can't remember where we were going, and um, and we um, we were rolling through Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's all a show off the interstate, and I went. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm you like, turned. It's time to eat anyway. That's right. It, it, there was like restaurants nearby where they were having the show. That's right. And man. I said, I'm gonna run in here for a few minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. We've done that before. Yeah. We've been on the coast or different places, yeah. you know. And we're like, hey, we're gonna go out to lunch, and and I heard there's a car show over here, or a little hangout, or a get together. You know, we're actually going down to a little show in the morning down in Purvis. Yeah. They're having a little car show to uh to benefit their baseball team and stuff, you know. So That's I'm cool. like, man, That's yeah, cool. I mean two hour drive, go hang out with some people, you know, I lived there for a little while right. when I was in college. So I was like, heck yeah, man, you know, and and to put some money into that economy and to because what we do, it's like, yeah, I'll go hang out for three or four hours and just chill and eat some crawfish or something Heck and then yeah. come back home. I mean, you Heck know, yeah. that that's what it's all about, man. It is. It is. That's what it's all about. That's it. Well, man, I'm going to tell you, Joe, that I admire you as, you know, as a person and as somebody who's in the scene and stuff. I enjoy, you know, your, your, your personality and, you know, just being that. able to sit and talk with you and stuff, man. And you always make time. You know, I'll shoot you a text and ask you something. You're like, yeah. I mean, even if you're busy, you get back to me. You oh, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Ab- yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I appreciate that. And I know there are other people out there who appreciate it. And, you know, your your genuine enthusiasm for the truck scene, the car scene, you know, what's going on here locally and abroad. And right. just, I mean, it's awesome, man. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. It's, um it's just built in, again it's just built in my DNA man it's like right. I can talk I know we were supposed to be like a 30 minute window but I can talk about it oh, all man. night and all look, night and look and you know what's crazy some people out there are like man if a podcast or something goes over about 20-25 minutes people are going to be listening to this till we hit the end button they are man because you know it, it's real and people know it's raw it's unedited it's not filtered we're not pushing an agenda we're just two guys sitting here having a beer talking about cars that's right and you know so many other times it's you know at the end of it you know buy my this or do the you know or whatever and it's like that's not the purpose of this you know and man i i appreciate you coming on i always gotta remember it's the fist bump (laughs) that's right that's right that's right so i appreciate it joe thanks for your time all right buddy all right